Your Steve Jones Show podcast will start shortly. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Brewers Outlet, your beverage supermarket on Reagan Street in Sunbury. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Today's show brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, and Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Imports Domestics Microbrews, the best selection of beer anywhere. And don't forget about Brewers Outlet gift cards. Father's Day is this weekend. So stock up for the get-together, the picnic, the party, whatever it may be, and a Brewers Outlet gift card is something that uh, is going to be valuable for you. I mean, it's a great gift. Wine coolers, water, soft drink snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day. And the pickle bar, led by the barrels and the dills, indeed, second to none. It is all at Brewer's Outlet, Reagan Street, and Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. And we're in the Sunbury Motors studio, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors, Kia, Routes 11 to 15, Hummel's Wharf online, sunburymotors.com. Time now for our play-by-play call of the day. Here's Shohei swinging and driving a ball deep out into left center, and that one lands in the second deck. Otani has hit another home run in this series. Another two-run homer. The Angels add on, and the Angels now have a 5-2 lead. My old friend Terry Smith. Terry, a while back, was the play-by-play voice of Ohio State. But he, I mean, Terry always told me, I love baseball. Well, he had an opportunity to get a Major League Baseball job, and he did with the Angels and left Ohio State. And now he gets the privilege of announcing Shohei Otani not only hit the long home run last night, he was also the winning pitcher. Really the only guy I'd pay to see. I mean, I can watch it. I can, I can watch Guys hit a home run one time and then tweak a hamstring the next. I mean, it's like, you know, I'm trying to think who does that. Well, that's your guy, isn't it? No, pub, senor! No, senor! No, senor! A lot, a lot of pub, pub didn't, didn't play a lot of games. All right. Um, Been out a while. Yeah, and still no timetable either, which is concerning and yet and, and also infuriating that the Yankees haven't been fully transparent about this, and I don't no, understand not, why. Not infuriated. This happens every year with him, except last year. Every year, same thing. Right when he needed the big contract, he stayed healthy the whole year. How did we possibly do that? Hmm. No? Bad attitude on my part? Maybe. (laughs) All right. I'm sure someday he'll be back. 
So the Major League Baseball draft is coming up. All right. And the Athletic did a piece looking back at the 2013 Major League Baseball draft, so 10 years ago. First overall pick, Mark Appel, Astros. Okay. Pick number two was Cole Stewart of the Twins. He's now on the injured list with the Royals. Clint Frazier was drafted number five overall. Uh, A lot of injuries, including a concussion. Colin Moran, Marlins, was number six. Yep. Trey Ball from the Red Sox was number seven, never got to the major leagues. Hunter Dozier of the Royals was number eight. A lot of household names here. Phil Bickford of the Blue Jays was number 10. Don Smith by the Mets was number 11. Um, He's now with the Washington Nationals. Doesn't hit with any power. DJ Peterson with the Mariners was number 12. Um, Now, he unfortunately got hit in the face with a fastball just two months after the draft and Right now he's a free agent. Reese McGuire was picked by the Pirates at number 14. Uh, Right now he is splitting time with the Red Sox. Braden Shipley of the Diamondbacks was 15. Um, And injuries derailing him. Chris Anderson drafted number 18, never got to the majors. Jonathan Crawford of the Tigers was number 20. Um, And... uh, he got traded to the Reds after the 14th season. Uh, Nick uh, CFO from the Ro- uh, Rays, number 21. Nope. Hunter Harvey of the Orioles at number 22. <laughs> um, he had torn UCL, uh, torn UCL and shoulder instability. Chichi Gonzalez of Texas, number 23. Um... And problems. Billy McKinney of the A's. Uh, Could not hit in pro ball. Christian Arroyo of the Giants. He is now the starting uh, second baseman for the Red Sox. Eric uh, Giagiello of the Yankees. The trivia question is, who was the Yankees' first-round pick the year they took Aaron Judge? It was this guy. He ended up in the trade to the Reds for in the first Araldus Chapman deal. Um, struck out too much. That's it. Phil Irvin, Cincinnati Reds at number 27. Um. And washed out. Rob Kaminsky, St. Louis Cardinals. Had some decent minor league years. Cardinals traded him to Cleveland for Brandon Moss. And arm trouble. Ryan Stanek, 
Tampa Bay Rays. He ranks uh, 12th among the uh, first-round picks in career war to date. That's not good. And Travis Demerit, Texas Rangers. When you strike out 30% of the time, you're not going to make it. So what you're saying is this was a less-than-stellar draft class. Most of them are. It's it's wow. It's it's one of the reasons why um, I'm using this as an example of why you have so many levels of minor league baseball. It just it just takes so long. It and you just don't know what's going to happen to these guys. And I would rather um, I would rather pick a college guy in the first round I mean, it's not like the entire draft is a bust. I mean, you know, here, here are the players in the 2013 draft that were terrific players. And there's a long list of them, okay? There's a long list. These are the guys, 2013 draft. Number one player, obviously, is Aaron Judge. He's the best of the first round, 32nd pick overall. Chris Bryant was the second overall pick. He's had a good career, okay? Cody Bellinger was a fourth-round pick. Tim Anderson of the White Sox was the 17th pick in the first round. J.P. Crawford of the Phillies, 16th overall pick. He has done really well since he's gone to Seattle. He was in the trade for Gene Segura. Jeff McNeil, 12th round pick of the Mets. Ryan McMahon, second round pick by the Rockies. Johnny Gray, okay, third overall pick, Colorado Rockies. Hey, Johnny Gray's been good. Okay. Adam Frazier, sixth round pick by the by the Pirates. Hunter Renfro, thirteenth overall pick by the Padres. Danny Jansen, sixteenth round pick by the Blue Jays. Mike Yastrzemski, fourteenth round pick of the Orioles. Tyler O'Neill, third round pick by the Mariners. Marco Gonzalez was a first round pick by the Cardinals. He's done most of his great work with Seattle. Tyler Maley. Reds picked him in the seventh round. Mike Lorenzen, supplemental pick, 38th overall pick. Uh, Jonah Heim, fourth round pick by the Orioles. Devin Williams, second round pick by the Brewers. Uh, IKF was picked by the Rangers, but in the fourth round. He's in the majors every day. Stole home the other night. Matt Boyd, sixth round pick by Toronto. Uh, Kendall Graveman was an eighth round pick by Toronto. Trevor Williams, second round pick Miami. Uh, Sean Manaya, first-round pick, 34th overall by the Royals. Chad Green, 11th-round pick by the Tigers. Right? He ended up doing most of his work with the Yankees. Nestor Cortez, 36th-round pick. Right? Now, what's important about Cortez, 36th-round pick, you know what that means? Let's see if you picked up on all this. He would not have been picked this year. He would have been. He would not have been drafted. 
There are only 20 rounds now. But the Yankees picked him in the 36th round. Brad Keller, 8th round pick. Trey Mancini, 8th round pick. Mitch Garver, ninth round. Austin Meadows was first. I mean, obviously, you know, Meadows has had some problems off the field. Um, and I hope he can overcome them because Austin's a nice kid. He really is. Um, as long as, you know, he's dealing with anxiety and uh, hope he can get the right treatment. And then Nick Pavetta was a fourth-round pick. He's been a good pitcher. I mean, so there are some pluses out of all that. But the Cortez one, it was a 36th-round pick. The baseball one is such a roll of the dice on first-round picks. I would rather select a college player that I feel is more ready to play sooner. And I would rather save the high school picks for later. That's me. Because I think when you draft somebody in the first round, uh, the, in, like, uh, I'll give you Mickey Morn, uh, Mickey uh, Moniak, right? Was the first overall pick in the draft. And I didn't like the pick. I don't like picking a high school player in the first round. I just don't. Because they're years away, and you have no idea what's going to happen to them. I want somebody who's got a chance to be closer to the league. And maybe I can start out in high A and get them to double A as quickly as possible. It doesn't mean it's going to work out for everybody. Um, Henry Davis was out of Louisville. He's in triple A now. You now, but he is what everybody thought he would be. I, he's a good bat. He's got some. He's got some power. But defensively, I said it the day they drafted him. I said defensively, he's not a good defensive catcher. That's why they're trying him out in right field. But it is such a difficult proposition drafting in Major League Baseball, and it's a longer road. In the NBA, you get instant gratification with some of these guys. In the NFL, you definitely get instant gratification one way or the other with, with guys. Baseball's more of a roll of the dice. It's hard. And these guys do a great job of scouting, believe me. It's one thing about baseball. They find guys. Like, you know, we're talking about Nestor Cortez. Some scout found Nestor Cortez. I mean, some scout found him. And look at me, Nestor Cortez has been a good, solid major league player. He's not a great pitcher by any stretch of the imagination, but he's good enough. He is probably, you know, realistically a number three starter, maybe more of a three or a four right in there. But you need five starters, so he fits right in, and he is performing above his draft number. He was drafted in the thirty-sixth round. He has exceeded his draft number by his major league performance. It's just really hard drafting a Major League Baseball. Really difficult. And that's why in the first round, I'd rather go with somebody that I think is closer to the Major Leagues. And then in the second round, maybe then I'd consider a high school player. I just think it's too difficult a road for a high school player. And there's too many things that can go wrong. Well, some. 
Okay, um, U.S. Open, Wyndham Clark leader finished uh, 9 under par. He shot 67 today, which is 3 under par. So he's at 9 under for the tournament. Fowler and Shoffley will tee off at, uh, Fowler at the bottom of the hour, Shoffley at the top of the hour. Harris English had a good day, shot 66. Uh, he's at 7 under. Rory McIlroy is at 6 under right now, 1 under for the day. He is playing the 16th hole. Dustin Johnson's playing 18. He's at 5-under, including shooting a quadruple bogey on two. He had an 8. He has overcome that to still be 1-over for the day and 5-under for the tournament. Sam Bennett's 5-under playing 17. Mim will leave 5-under playing 17. Brian Harmon, the left-hander, 4-under playing 15. Tony Finau, 3-under playing 18. Cam Smith, 3-under playing 17. Justin Sue, 3-under playing 16. DeChambeau, Scheffler, they haven't teed off yet at 3-under par. Brooks Kepka is 1-under uh, for the tournament, 2-under for the day, playing 16. All right, so there you are, up-to-date on the U.S. Open at L.A. Country Club. We'll come back with more in a moment. King in the final half hour. And by the way, Michael Jordan, 13 years of ownership of the Hornets. He is putting them up for sale. He's getting out of ownership. So there you go. Here on uh, News Radio 1070, W. I know you're anxious to get the king on the show. Oh, yeah. Now that Vegas has won the, the Stanley Cup and Bruin fans have to one, once again eat Major Crow and be crybabies about it, I can't wait to hear what's been going on up there. How many games did your team win in the playoffs? That would be zero, but... It's still fun to have fun at the expense of uh, Boston fans. Who compared your team to the Dallas Cowboys this week? Well, that would be you. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I mean, you root for the most overrated team in sports. $279 million payroll, $2.5 billion spent in 12 and a half years. Haven't even gone to the World Series. Yeah, that's been frustrating. No doubt about it. But I stand with my team. I mean, you got to at least get there once. I mean, Texas got there twice. The Rangers. Phillies got there last year. Yeah, but the Phillies have a top five payroll. Um, so do you? I know. Yeah, but it's, I'm saying, you, but, but I'm saying it's you, not like the Rangers were. Is you, what I'm saying. You, yeah. Kansas, Kansas City Royals got there twice. Yeah, Mets they have got, a low payroll. Yeah. Mets got Mets got there. Yeah, they have a high payroll as they should, uh, as the Phillies Dod- should. Dodgers, Astros, yeah. Red Sox, Giants. Okay, Detroit Tigers got there. 
Yeah, the, St. Uh, this, Louis, St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah, the Yankees yeah, have been disappointing, no doubt about it. Tampa Bay Rays. Yeah, it's unacceptable. I mean, meanwhile, you've spent as much money as Honduras has. Absolutely. So you don't think you're overrated? They've underachieved. We'll put it at that. They get a lot of publicity for a team that doesn't go anywhere. Party time, game time, or just fun time. Doesn't matter what time it is, because it's Brewers Outlet time. The Beverage Supermarket has the area's largest beer selection, imports, microbrews, ciders, and domestics. Pick from over 100 ice-cold 12-packs and dozens of 24-ounce singles. Soda, snacks, hot sauces, fresh roasted peanuts. Make it one-stop party shopping, and don't forget the pickle bar. So whatever you're celebrating or just doing it up, Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, Sunbury, wants to see you. And thank you for your years of patience. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Hey, today's show brought to you by our great friends at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, and Sunbury D Beverage Supermarket. Imports, domestics, microbrews, the best selection of beer anywhere. Wine coolers, water, soft drinks, snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day. Six great flavors of slushies. Pickle bar led by the barrels and the dills. Indeed, second to none. And don't forget, Father's Day weekend. Stock up now. Whether you're having a picnic, a get-together, or a party, whatever it may be. And I would like to also point out that um, if you're looking for gifts, how about a gift card from our good friends at Brewer's Outlet? That'll solve everything and make dad or stepdad or granddad or whomever happy. All Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, and Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. And we're in the Sunbury Motors studio, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street, and Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia Routes 11 and 15, Hummels Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com. Ladies and gentlemen, time to bring in the king. King. Judge Judy's ripping somebody apart right now. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that the norm? It makes it an average day, doesn't it? it? Makes it an average day, doesn't it? I'm happy. Today's happy. So, so who does Denver, the city of Denver, really want to win anything again? Because <laughs> they just keep shooting each other. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Do not know. Yeah, it makes, makes no that. sense. It makes no sense. You know, I know, it's you know, always I know, been I... well known. Sorry to interrupt. It's always been well known that the safest day in New York City is when they win a championship and have a parade. Crime is at its lowest because the mafia, the whoever's, they all love and hug each other for the day. We won. Every other city kills each other. 
I mean, right down to Yukon, right here in stupid little stores, Connecticut. They did $300,000 worth of damage because they won a national championship. New York City, it, it's just a big hug fest. So that's all I got. Well, the um, I, I know that I know Penn State's going to play West Virginia. I know when I when I'm happy, I like to turn over cars and and burn couches. Uh, so, <laughs> oh, West Virginia fans are rough. That's... Oof. I, mean, I don't get that. I mean, do you want to? I don't I'm happy. I, no. I like to turn over cars and burn couches. Like really. That's how you express joy. <laughs> I don't. I'm confused. You know, so and I, I don't want to use the any bad words. I lived down there for three years when I lived in Marietta, which right across the river from. Yeah. And I used to do a lot of long distance running. And me and this kid, he was a second baseman on the baseball team. Great athlete. We went on a twelve mile run, and we're running in West Virginia. We went over the Ohio River on the bridge and then go down a dirt road through us and this guy comes up behind us in a pickup truck and starts spinning dirt in our face you know and it, and we think come on man he hops out of the truck with a baseball bat we're like holy crap we didn't do anything to you you know and the guy i'm running with he's a city kid from cleveland you know he's ready to fight him i'm like let's you know he's got a bat I know you're a baseball player, but we're not going to win this. So, anyway, they're well, strange people. They, they redneck. What do you want to call it? I don't know. Yet there you are trying to take away his joy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I my little city guy out of a major what, fight. This kid what, was ripped. Holy cow, he was ripped. Tommy Gamir, tough little guy. <laughs> really good guy. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I don't. I don't, get it. I don't know I, why certain areas of the country get the way they get. I don't. You know, Boston is awful because they yep. think it's only them. You know. Right. Yeah, they're a bunch of crybabies. Yeah. Oh God, me and Matt were talking before I went on. Steve, you wouldn't believe the, the press there for a year, not a year, six months. They wanted Bruce Cassidy out of town. They said yeah. he can't win the big game. He's a good coach during the season, but you have to understand that Bruce Cassidy was the coach at Providence, which is the mm -hmm. Bruins farm team. So yeah, he'd been yeah. with the Bruins for like 16 years. He was yeah. not new to the players at all. They all played under him in Providence. The press chased that guy out of town. Then he turns yeah. around and wins a championship, and now the press is saying, the players were a bunch of babies, and they chased them out. It's like, oh, my gosh, you guys are so bad. Now they're yeah. Bergeron's a baby. It's not a baby. You don't even know them. They, they yeah. get this hypothesis of what they think it is, and then, then they talk about it and then convince themselves that's what it is. It's really yeah, weird. It's all, we stopped listening to them. So. It's, all, it's all about clicks. These days, you know, if you're writing, can I get clicks? Can I get, you know, can I throw something out on my talk show on Twitter or on yeah. Facebook or whatever? That way I can get clicks and get noticed. I mean, you know, it's and not they my put it's them not, own it, opinions it, in and then convince themselves 
that this is what it is. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's just DeAndre Hopkins going to the Patriots, okay? That mm. he went to visit them. I think he went to visit them just to see the place. If you Google DeAndre Hopkins, the Patriots are not even on his top eight list. These right. guys are saying Belichick is going to screw this up. He needs to come to New England and all this. He's not coming to New England. He does. He's. They're not even on his wish list. But instead of reporting that, well, all you got to do is Google it. It's not that hard. And they report how can we destroy Bill Belichick? That's their their ploy. That he's a lousy general manager, and they're not going to get DeAndre Hopkins because Belichick is cheap and dumb. It's like no. He does not want to come to New England. But they don't report that. They report the negative. It's awful. So, okay. Yeah. I no, could go on and on. <laughs> I mean, that's, I mean, it, over the years, there's, this is like the anniversary week where Tom Seaver was dealt to the Reds by the Mets. Right. And people and people would t- tell you Dick Young of the New York Daily News. He was brutal on Seaver. I mean, they say in a lot of ways he drove him out of town. Like, really? And this is long before people were looking for clicks. Right. There was no social media then. Yeah. This has gone on for a long time depending on the personality of the person that's entrusted with either the voice or the pen. I always admired you for the Joe Paterno stuff uh, because you would stood behind your guns. How many reporters then reported stuff that they didn't really believe, but just reported it just because, wow, this is a good thing for me? You know, what, what's the public want me to say right now? And that's what I'm going to report. You know, instead of reporting the truth, we're going to. Make make it bigger than what it is, which is what happened in that case. I don't I don't condone it, and it's not going away, not going away anytime yeah. soon because of social media. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've always been a firm believer, right or wrong, because I mean, I'm not going to have perfect days. I'm trying to think, the suits had a whole bunch of them. Most of them since he left the air. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, (laughs) S-U-I-T, that spells suit But right or wrong, I've had my own own way of doing things. And I've just stuck to it because it it worked best for me and it's more my person. I try not to be somebody I'm not. Well, Uh, how about this? You tell the truth. It, well, it's not going to appeal to everybody either. I know that. So exactly, gonna, it doesn't. You're not going to win everybody over. You're not going to be, you know, sensationalistic enough, or maybe opinionated enough for some people, or maybe you don't want to deal with certain subjects because you know it's not the right thing to do, and you're going to get criticized for that. I understand that. And there's going to be a bunch of people that like them. You know, the key is: do you do? You, are you respected for what you do? And I think that's, in the end, if you can do that, that's good. Just tell the truth, because yeah. the truth will always end up being the answer in the end. 
you know. Well, Matt, Matt tries Bruce to tell Cassidy, the truth. The truth is, he's a tremendous hockey coach, and he oh, yeah. won a Stanley Cup. <laughs> you people chased him out of town because yeah. it was a neat thing to do to call him a boob, call him names. The players hate him. Yeah, what players? You know, you make up stories as you go along. The players just don't like him. And now that they got Montgomery, these players love to play for each other, and they're winning for Bergeron. Then they lose. <laughs> Bergeron's a baby. This is a, Montgomery's a lousy coach, you know, and all this other yeah, stuff. No, it, it's very strange think. that the press has so much power now that they they interject their own opinions into things. Then they talk about it for hours at a time until they convince themselves that that's the truth when it's not the truth well they don't have they the power that the media has is interesting especially now the athletic for example just laid off 20 people and rob beer temple our good friend happens to be one of them and he is about as responsible a writer and journalist as you're going to find anywhere in the country i mean complete class act responsible guy but they just laid off 20 people. ESPN's laying off people left and right. Uh, you've got a lot of media outlets that have been laying people off. So, and newspapers? Newspapers? I'm Five years? Are there going to be any? I don't know. I don't know. And that's what's so interesting about this. It's going to be an interesting ride here because, I mean, TV, what's happened is a lot of people have overspent. And in overspending, they have now hit the point where they feel that they need to lay off. We'll come back. Headlines. Some of them factual, some of them not. <laughs> Maybe none of them are. <laughs> Here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Get the lingerie on the deck. Call the janitor. Want to work for a stable yet growing company? Got it. Want to work for a family-owned business with over 100 years' experience in taking care of customers and employees? Got it. Want to work for a leader in selling more cars and satisfying more customers? Got it. Who has all that? SMC Sunbury Motor Company is looking for technicians across all their departments. Whether you're an entry-level technician, an experienced technician, or someone looking for a career change, Sunbury Motors would love to hear from you. They're looking for technicians for their quick lane, car and light truck service, heavy truck service, body shop, and frame and alignment division. You can apply online at sunburymotors.com, in person at our North 4th Street location, or call Todd at 570-286-7746. Your new career of working on Fords, Kias, Hyundais, Western Star trucks, plus anything that fits in the door, and some things that don't. Join Sunbury Motors. Your new career is waiting for you. All right, so we've talked a lot about Boston fans and Rob Manfred in today's show. Well, he's back in the news again. Rob Manfred says he's sorry Boston fans saw Bruce Cassidy win the Stanley Cup. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh. Rob it Manfred is a gift better. that keeps on giving. Wouldn't have gone better. King. Oral Roberts is in the College World Series? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. What do you got, King? Well, I got a couple things, but I think the first one, uh, who's your pick and who do we think is going to win the U.S. Open? I'm going with Rory McIlroy because I think he's furious with the Liz and uh, PGA and he wants to shut all these people up. So I'm picking Rory McIlroy. Well, he just he just finished moments ago. He is at seven under par. He is nipping at the heels. Yep. Yeah, I'll have a I bad round at some point. He's very angry. He won't talk to the press. No. He, he is, he's he, just he, angry. He, so. he has driven the ball incredibly well. I'm talking long, deep drives, and they're all in the fairway. He yeah. is he is a he is such a talented player, and, and we've had him on the show before. Really? Uh, oh yeah, we've had him on because uh, I did the show from the U.S. Open. And he, yep. he he couldn't have been a nicer, classier guy to talk oh, to. He's a good guy. Everybody, yeah, everybody how's Johnson doing? Guy. DJ. DJ had a quadruple bogey on the wow. second hole, which is like normally disastrous. You know what the guy did? He bounced right back and ended up finishing even par for the day. Is at six under par. He's only three shots back. Oh, he's fine. That's his home course. He knows that course better than anybody. Yeah. Yep. That's where he practices. So, that's where yep. that's his whole. Uh, him and Gretzky play there all the time. Yeah. So, well, that's my, uh, number my headline. One. My headline: Draymond Green to opt out with Warriors. Why? <laughs> Who wants him? He could only play for the Warriors. I don't want him. Huh? I said I wouldn't want him. Do you think him. he's good? No. Would you take him to Philly? Absolutely not. He's 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 a, he's a hothead. Maker. Yeah, he's a hothead. No. Yeah. That can dunk every once in a while and maybe play some defense every once in a while. I'm sorry, I'll pass. Mm-hmm. Well, that's pretty the much two things. Player, that, those but are, that's about it. Those are like two elements you don't have. Those are like two elements you don't have. You don't have anybody who plays defense or dunks. Uh, that's all right. He can he can still go. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather it, take like Earl Boykins. If, if you guys win a second round series, is there going to be a parade? Um, it would be interesting, but no, I don't think so. We're not. We're not going to be like how the Knicks Nick fans were when they won a playoff series. Uh, that's, I just asked. And that was a little pathetic. The Knicks haven't won crap in years. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm nothing. saying. That was pretty pathetic. To be honest, I'll tell with you, you right now. I was, in all honesty. If the Sixers had Jalen Brunson, they'd be a real factor in the league. If they had, if they had stuck with Mikael Bridges and not traded him to the Suns for stinking Maurice Spates because of his had, wingspan, they would have been fine. If they had Jalen, no, okay, he'd have helped. Jalen Brunson makes everybody better. Oh and yeah, Jaylen me too. Br- Jalen yeah. Brunson knows how to play. He would be perfect for the Sixers. He's sitting there right there at Villanova. They wouldn't draft him. Who's this guy, Beal, that everyone's talking about? Yeah, Bradley Beal with the Brad, Wizards. He's overrated. Bradley Beal doesn't really? help anybody. Okay. No. Because Bradley the Celtics Beal, really want him. He's a younger <laughs> James Harden, basically. Bradley Beal does a great job of helping Bradley Beal. Exactly. Bradley Beal is like, it's supposed to be 
Oh, what's no. his name for the Celtics? So Tatum's like, uh, like Big Brother, you know, and they no. Tatum wants no. him with the Celtics. This, this is according to no. the press. No. Oh. Tatum probably hasn't yeah. even talked to him. That would blow up in Celtics' face, I let me, think. Let me put it this way. A healthy Malcolm Brogdon would make the difference for them. Absolutely. Because an injured Brogdon, Brogdon was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. He, he's, a pro, he's a pro's pro. Yeah. Uh-oh. All right, my next one. You know, I, I'm... I am just ready to go with all this Taylor Swift nonsense because she was in, of course, at the link a couple weeks ago. Now she's in Pittsburgh this weekend. So the mayor renamed it Swiftburg for the weekend, which I'm going to go vomit on in about five seconds here. But if anything, they should have just renamed it Swift Swifty Stadium. She's playing at Acrisure Stadium this weekend. Rename it wow. Acrisure Stadium. Renamed Heinz. Uh, no, I mean Swifty Stadium. Why is my headline? The name. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's it's they're just they're just playing into. Here's my headline. Okay, Angels oh. reject trade of Shohei Otani to Yankees because they only offered Giancarlo Stanton. Poor <laughs> <laughs> uh, Stanton. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Well, and accurate. My last one is what stupid things happen to me, and I don't know why. And that it's not normal. What stupid <laughs> thing will happen to me this week? This past week, the Connecticut Department of Labor sent me a letter. Uh-oh. Which it's never good to get a letter from the Department of no. Labor. No. But so. I open it up, and someone's making an unemployment claim on me. And I'm like, what? I, and I haven't laid... The claimant is me. <laughs> I laid myself off. <laughs> That's impressive. I'm, reading, I'm like, I can't repeat what I said, not on the radio. I said, you can't, you got to be kidding me. Well, I am the claimant. I said, well, this is a hearing I want to go to. I'll go. I'll get two chairs. I'll sit in one chair as the claimant, and I'll sit in the other chair as the employer, and I'll call myself names. So I would pay money to see that one. Oh, my gosh. You can't make up how. They've got the most extensive system now in America, and the, the governor here went and cut a ribbon in front of the place, and where we, the whole country wants to be us. It's like it's... I'm not the only one. It's happening all over the place here. There's something glitch in their system and or somebody's got their hands on people's social security numbers. Yeah, how's it going uh, bringing an NHL franchise back to Hartford? people who it's happened to. So. <laughs> but I'm the only owner of a company who laid himself off. So That's fantastic. Are you going to collect if you win? <laughs> <laughs> I'm fighting it. That's the biggest question right now. You're, you're going to fight it, Ted. You can't call them. <laughs>